0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to 100 yards of football, sports talk radio. I'm your host and producer, Logan Landers. And join me to talk about this matchup between the Alabama Crimson Tide and the Texas A&M Aggies is my guy, Mr. Football, Vincent Turner. How are you doing this evening, sir? Hey, let's roll, man. Roll tie. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But before we get into this matchup here, if you enjoy the episode, please give us a like, comment on the video, who's going to win, and also subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Once again, check checked out on Facebook and YouTube, those are podcasts. We put out episodes each and every single week. Audio version of our episodes here. Do a lot of game previews, Legends interviews. You name it, you can find it on our shows. Thanks to, in part to you, the fans, for being with us every single week. All right, let's talk about it, man. Alabama Crimson Tide, Texas A&M Aggies. Let's roll tie and talk about the Alabama Crimson Tide up first. Currently riding a three-game win streak after the loss to Texas, 34-24 in that one. Since then, they've got kind of a close win, surprisingly, 17-3 over South Florida. Not used to that. Then they got wins over Ole Miss, 24-10. And last week, 40-17 against Mississippi State. Just blew doors off of them. Now, looking at this team... It's, it's strange, Vincent, that they are having a little bit of a quarterback controversy. People are kind of in on Jalen Milrow, kind of not. Uh, I mean, but he is the main guy. They're going to be rolling with him still. They're going to be trusting him. Looking at the stats on the season, 838 in terms of yards, close to 70% for a completion percentage, six touchdowns, three INTs. But Vincent, the strange thing, he's been sacked 15 times. That is not like Alabama quarterbacks of the past. Whether that's on the offensive line, whether that's on the quarterback play, that's up for you to decide. But 15 sacks in just a few games, very, very strange for this Alabama offense. Running game, you got Jace McClellan, of course, leading team, 67 carries, 326 on the year. Three TDs, and Roydale Williams behind him with 242 in terms of yardage, got in the end zone once. Receiving core, they got some good guys over there, with Jermaine Burton, Isaiah Bond, Amari Niblack, both those guys, put, or all three of those guys, putting in work. A couple touchdowns and over, a little bit less than 200 yards receiving. Kicking game, looking good with Will Reichert. He's been perfect on the year. But the defense for Alabama, let's talk about those guys. Caleb Downs, your DB, leading the way with 40 tackles on the season. In terms of sacks, your top guy is Dallas Turner, 5.5 for him. Passes defended, you've got a good bit of them. You've got 15 on the season. Leading that stat is Tarion Arnold. And he's also your top top guy in terms of interceptions with one. They've got a combination of six on the year. Alabama—it's been a, a strange year. They are still four and one. They are still a very good program. Obviously, they're ranked number eleven. It's weird seeing them not in a single digit in terms of ranking. Uh, but Alabama—they've still got a very strong program. And of course, Nick Saban. What more do we need to say about what that man's done for the program? So. Alabama, Vincent, talk about this team. you know how they've looked this year and how they can improve against Texas A&M.
0: Well, when I look at Alabama and I look at the program overall, I think this year, I look at what they did in the offseason. They brought in Tommy Reeves, offensive coordinator from Notre Dame, and he brought his guy, uh, the young man Tyler Buckler. And um, I was asking myself, okay, Notre Dame didn't really do anything fancy offensively. Um, those people questioned Reeves' play calling when he was at Notre Dame and then Tyler Buckner, um, the quarterback they brought in, he was a guy who couldn't even get on the field. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? He was up and down, couldn't maintain the starting job. Then I'm looking at coming into the season, okay, Jalen Merrill is clearly your best player at that position from a talented standpoint. He's not what you call an outstanding passer, but my thing is you have the best player at that position. Okay. In a real tough football game, you lose to Texas 34-24. It seemed to mean Nick Saban panicked. I don't know what happened. Maybe the coaching staff panicked. And you bench Jalen Monroe, who's clearly your best player. They can line up behind the center and give you the best opportunity to win. You go into South Florida game. You see what Buckner can do. You see what the other gentlemen can do, Ty Simpson, and they struggle you come back with Mr. Marrow. Okay, think about this. Big win over Ole Miss and then last week against Mississippi State. He completed almost 80% against those two teams. 80% he completion rate. Then think about it, he had over 100-some yards running against Mississippi State. Look at that run he had for 50-some yards for a touchdown. And I didn't know this; it, it was told to me last year he was the fastest player on the team. Ooh. So my thing you got the best player in the on your team at the quarterback position, allegedly they can get you wins. Just just don't take one game because now we're seeing what Texas is all about. They're a pretty good football team. Then one other thing I'm looking at Alabama, their defense has played lights out. Probably the best defense in the SEC. Caleb Downs is the net. Ken, Kenny Easley, who's a four-time All-American at UCLA. Their young man can play. His father, Gary, played in the league, North Carolina State. His brother right now is playing with the Indianapolis Colts, teaming up with Anthony Richardson. But my thing is Alabama still has quality players. Dallas Turner, Chris Broswell, Malachi Moore, all of them gonna be playing on the next level. JC Latham, who some people are saying saying is the best offensive lineman in this draft. I think Alabama just got overreacted after that first win. Their fan base went crazy. Again, these fan bases. Man, you got to understand, you can't be on top for 40-some years and think one season it's not going to go the way you want it to go. But Nick Saban is still recruiting at a high level. But I like this Alabama team. I think this team is hungry. I think this team got a lot to prove. This game is very huge. Number one, if Alabama ends up losing on Saturday, they'll be eliminated from the college football playoffs, and it'll be the earliest they've been eliminated in a long time under Nick Saban. Then you're looking at Texas A&M. You lose this game again, we're going to hear the bluebirds about Jimbo Fisher getting fired. But I'm looking at Alabama. I'm looking at them to roll and go in there and take care of their business on Saturday against Texas A&M, 27-17.
1: Yes, sir. Let's talk about the Aggies real quick. Talk about their team. Um, As we all know, starting quarterback Connor Weigman, he's out for the rest of the year um, with, a, with a broken foot, unfortunate for him. But they do have a very good veteran uh, in terms of Max Johnson who had some playing time at LSU back in the day. Um, so far in the year, like I said, he got his first start last week. Did pretty well on the season, 436 for him in terms of yardage. He's got six touchdowns, one INT. Not too shabby for a guy who, uh, you, you know, ha- has had starter experience but was kind of thrown into it with the unfortunate injury to Weigman. At the the rushing core, actually, you've got Le'Veon Moss and Amari Daniels, kind of a two-headed duo there. Both those gentlemen have over 270 yards on the ground, respectively, with each having two scores as well. Receiving core, Evan Stewart, Aeneas Williams, J.D. Walker, help leading your team there. Stewart's got four touchdowns. Noah Thomas, another guy, he's got four touchdowns on the year. Look at the defense. They've got some guys with Edgar and Cooper, 30 tackles for him leading the squad. In terms of sacks, you got Shamar Turner with three and a half, Cooper with three, Walton Noler, or Walton Nolan with three, and McKinley Jackson having his way with two. INT's on the season, you've only got two. We got to get that improved. If you want to get this game against Bama, that's give credit to Chris Russell Jr. and Josh DeBerry. So if you're Texas AM, it's gonna be an uphill battle. We know that, Vent. So they gotta play really good football. I would say if you're Max Johnson. This, you know, don't let the lights get too bright for you. And if you're the defense, you got to get some pressure. You got to get some turnovers and you got to get to the quarterback. I get some more sacks. How can they pull out the upset?
0: I'm looking at A&M and i am looking at Jimbo Fisher. And they gave him a lot of money to come to college station. And to be honest about it, he's underachieved.
1: Mm.
0: He's not lived up to the standards and he getting paid huge money. He brings in Bobby as offensive coordinator and AM early on looks real well offensively. Then I'm looking at a defense. They're number one in the SEC, third in the nation on third downs. So they got 20 sacks on the year. Walter Nolan, remember that name? I think when it's all said and done, he leaves Texas a and going to be one of the best defensive tackles that ever played at college level. Adrian Cooper, as you say, is a pretty good football player. But when you think Texas AM, Especially under Jimbo Fisher, that made all the noise about bringing in Bobby Petrino. You say, okay, with all these recruiting classes that he has had up in the top five, I can't remember. It's been so many top rated recruiting classes that he's had. You think AM is getting ready to turn that corner and be the team in the SEC West? But I'm sorry. They go to Miami and get blowed out. Taylor Van Dyke has a field day. What I'm saying is, this is a much bigger game for a You lose this game. You got two losses. You're eliminated from the college football playoffs. And, again, over there in College Station, we're going to talk about firing Jimbo Fisher. He's making too much money. At the end of the day, AM has got the talent to stay in the game with Alabama. They got a great defense. Alabama's offensive line is allowed 20 sacks. Texas a D-line has 20 sacks. Jalen has had some problems holding on with the ball too long, but I think this is a much hunger Alabama team that's got a lot of approval on a national level. Ranked number 11, you go in there in college station, you win that football game, now you're back in the national championship conversation. And now you consider the best team in the SEC West based on the fact the team I picked early on that you and everybody else on 100 Yards Football laughing behind my back. Our great producer, Mr. Jeremiah Long and Bobby Butler. Everybody know here that I was really high on Brad Kelly and the LSU Tigers.
1: Yes, sir. I'm not
0: going to say nothing else about that. So Alabama's not the best team in the SEC West, but I'm seeing Alabama still win this football game, 27-17.
1: All right, sir. So my final prediction for this one. Uh, you brought up you brought up really great points with A&M kind of underachieving since Jimbo Fisher's been under helm, uh, and I think Alabama, like you mentioned, that fan base has had so much success over the last 10-15 years. It, for them to have one loss and everyone thinks, oh, the world's crumbling. Have some, you know, rough quarterback play. Oh, well, that's it. That's not the case. I, I got Alabama getting the win in this one. I do have it being close though, because like you mentioned, A&M desperately needs to get this win. My prediction, though, Alabama 28 and Texas A&M 24. Close ball game, but I think AM or excuse me, Alabama comes out on top in this one. Mr. Football, Vincent Turner. It's always a pleasure talking sports with you. Talking college football. I've been your host and producer, Logan Landers. Enjoy the rest of your nights, everyone, and we'll talk to you again on another. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.